already this morning looking at the words that we've looked at a lot of it goes right along with some of the things God has been working in my heart this last week and uh, I don't know I don't feel like I have a message for you all this morning I feel like I have more I'm just going to be sharing more of what God has been working in my heart over this last week or even longer but more specifically over this last week um but yeah before we go into that i i thought it would be good to spend a little time here in prayer this morning for uh uh peter redekop he lost his wife this week and and um i've been in touch with his dad some i haven't talked to him but i've have been in touch with his dad some and uh, actually talked with him yesterday again and and I think we just need to lift them up in prayer. You know, we can, um, I, I think that um, there's not, not a lot we can do, but we can lift them up in prayer and ask God that God would bring the uh, healing He needs to bring in the many facets that it needs to come, you know, especially for, for Peter, you know, there's a lot of different angles that healing needs to come there. And I, I, my burden is, is that we could just lift them up in prayer. So can a couple of brothers just lead out in prayer and then I'll close. Just lift up your voices and pray. I've been pondering, and I think it was read here briefly, not very long ago, but I've been pondering some scripture, uh, the scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, and we know it very, very well, but there's a lot of words in there, and I thought it was very interesting how two brothers got up this morning talking about words, but there's some words in there that really have been jumping out at me. And I'd just like to read this passage this morning and look at some of these words. And I guess some of this is, is a confession on my own heart, realizing that I have failed God in some of these things. I have failed you all as brothers in, in these things, some of these things. And I'm sorry. But I want God's love to fill my heart. And as I look at the situation with Peter and Anna, I realize that I failed them in some of these things. And loving like, like God wants me to love. As I look at some of these words, it brings some of that out. But let's just read down through here and then we'll go back through and look at some of these words. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity... I am become as a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Now in verse 4, it starts in what charity is. Charity suffereth long. 
and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemingly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil, thinketh no evil, rejoices not in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things, Charity never faileth, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. But when that which is perfect is come, then what that which is in part shall be done away with. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even also as I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, charity. These three. But the greatest is charity. I'd like to go back up to verse 4 and just look at some of these verses here between verse 4 and 8. Charity suffereth long and is kind. I found it interesting. Marcus mentioned a verse earlier about kindness. And there's quite a few verses in the New Testament about how we're supposed to be kind. And I think we often think of that, okay, we tell our children, be kind one to another, you know. And it's just hit me recently in a new way. We need to be kind one to another as brothers and sisters in Christ, as those around us. What is kindness? So often... And, it, and I believe kindness and long-suffering, it says, it says um, charity suffered long and is kind. You know, you can suffer long and not be kind. You can suffer long begrudgingly. And it's, it's not, it's not um, and, and you can let everybody else know that you're suffering. You know, that is not what it's talking about here. Charity suffers long and is kind. That's all in the same, that's together. And this love here, I believe, is agape love. Like, like um, actually, uh, Joe mentioned that this morning. It was one of his words. This charity, I believe, means agape here. But charity... It suffereth long and is kind. Um, I'm going to just look at a few of the other scriptures that talks about kindness. Just to, and it's amazing, a lot of these other words that we're looking at are in 
some of these verses. Uh, Ephesians 4.32, And be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. There's a lot packed in here. But the first one is kind. And be ye kind. This is on the this is talking about grieve not the Holy Spirit in Ephesians 4 there. And it says, And be ye kind one to another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. There it is again. Kindness, tender heartedness. And forgiving one another. Um, another one I think it says pretty much the same thing is in um, Colossians 3.12. Oops. Colossians 2.12. 3.12. Put on therefore as elect of God, holy and beloved, Bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forgiving one another, uh, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Isn't it interesting that all these verses also have forgiveness in them? And forbearing. Forbear one another. That doesn't mean put up with that person. Forbearing doesn't mean just, oh, I'm putting up with you. It means I'm laying down myself for you. That's what this forbearance means. That's what this long-suffering means, I believe. It doesn't mean I'm just suffering long. Yes, it is a suffering long, but it's not... In the flesh. It's, it's in the spirit of love and grace. Romans. Um, Romans 12.10. Be kindly affection one to another. With brotherly love. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. Right before that it says, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectionate one to another. And there's many more. I, I'm not going to turn to them all this morning, but I thought I'd bring out a few of those verses where it backs up this thing. Charity suffered long. And is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. Is not puffed up. Charity is humble. It walks in humility. Every It realizes who we are. You know. And, and many times these things. Come up in conflict. And, and that is when we need love, is when there's conflict. And, and that is when we really realize, if we really love many times, is if there's conflict, if there's, if there's um, 
things that come up in relationships. And that is when love is really tested. How do I respond? Do I defend myself? Do I think that I am right? Doth not behave itself unseemingly. Seeketh not her own. I'm not seeking my own agenda. I'm seeking, love seeketh the best of others. Love seeketh the best of others. It does not seek its own reputation, its own agendas, its own feelings. That comes pretty close home. That hurt my feelings. You know, as I ponder this, I realize that so often when we've been hurt or we face things, we tend to protect ourselves. And some of that's natural. But I think Christ wants to give us the grace that love can overcome that somehow and that we can continue to lay ourselves down. That's what Jesus did. And I'm, brothers, I am not speaking this to you all. This is what God has been speaking to my own heart. Is not easily provoked, thinketh no evil. Love is not easily provoked. It's not easily agitated. It's not easily... If we truly love, are we going to allow others to easily provoke us? It thinketh no evil. It thinks the best in every situation. And you know, I know we all have different personalities. Some of us say, well, we're pessimists. Or some of us might say, well, we're optimists. Or some of us might say, well, we're, we just look at things realistically. You know, and I believe any one of those has a dangerous pitfall. Are we looking at them? Are we thinking no evil? Are we looking at it as Christ would look at it? Are we loving the way Christ would? Rejoice not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. Rejoiceth not in sin, but rejoiceth in the truth. Love, don't rejoice in sin. But it rejoices in truth. It rejoices when... Truth is manifest. It, 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 it embraces the truth. It doesn't dwell on the iniquity. Beareth all things. Here's this thing of bearing all things again. You know, I've, been, I've pondered this. What's the difference between long-suffering and bearing, beareth all things? I think it's very much entwined. But beareth all things, you know... Maybe, maybe I think that I, 
Maybe I don't see what I did wrong in a situation. But am I willing to hear it? Am I willing just to take it? Believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Charity, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, and endureth all things. Charity gives us the grace to endure all things. I don't know exactly what all that means in, the, in reality. I read that here and I believe it. But like I said earlier, there's times I want to protect myself. There's times I don't want to bear all things. And verse 8 here is beautiful. When, when the reality of this verse hit me, charity never faileth, but where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. But it says charity never faileth. The love of Jesus never fails. Charity never fails. All these other things, prophecies, they're going to fail. Tongues, they're going to cease. Knowledge, it's going to vanish away. But the love of Christ is not going to cease. To me, that's powerful. The way that I love others the way that I lay myself down in love for others. The way that we love God and, and allow God's love to flow through us. That will go with us. That won't cease. There's no limits to that. It's not going to fail. It's accurate. Love will always produce what is right. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. For when that which is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. You know... We live here in this world and there's many things that we don't see clearly. And I have to confess, I don't see this passage as clear as I need to see it. But it's my desire to allow God to work it in my heart. And, and I believe as we continue to open our hearts before God, He will continue to break us and show us more clearly what true love really is. What true charity is of the Christian really is. May God continue to work that in each one of our hearts, but I pray that God will continue to work that in my heart. May God bless each one of you.